We are on episode six of season two. Last episode, we talked about creating that ultimate customer experience. And this episode, I get to interview Krista over at Mavericks Beach Club in Pacific Beach. And we talk about how to be multifaceted in your business. So check it out. This episode is brought to you by the coolest podcast sponsor, winesplurge.com. I told them exactly what I wanted to drink and they sent me a case of wine and you can do the same thing. They offer free shipping, so check them out today. Welcome to Boss Life Uncorked, where we bring you the latest trends and tips to win the market all while sipping fine wine. I'm your host, Risha Leah. And today I am sitting down with Krista from Mavericks. And she is basically the marketing director, marketing... Events and marketing manager. There we go. Yeah, from (laughs) Mavericks Beach Club. Correct. And I remember when I drove by this place when it was new mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yes, we're we're just at our two-year anniversary. Yeah, and I drove by it and I went, oh my God, I just want to go in there. <laughs> Good, that's kind of the reaction we were hoping for, right. honestly. It's so beautiful. It's We really built a Maverick building. You know, uh-huh. the Mavericks pays a tribute to the largest surf break in Northern California, the big Mavericks waves. And so we really wanted to build something big, beach bar by the beach in one of the funnest parts of San Diego Mm -hmm. and still uphold the history that this actual piece of land has being known for PB Bar and Grill before us and being known for Diego's before that. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to keep that destination coming. Yeah. And I love how there's different little areas that you could really enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know where we were sitting. I didn't know this was up here. (laughs) It's uh, we're in the mezzanine in the club right now. Yeah, it's it's like loungy. I know it's a little tucked away. It's a little dark. A lot of people, I come up here to work every now and then because no one will find me. Okay. Yeah. You're like, I'm not here. (laughs) It's exactly. But, um, we actually have 15,000 square feet, five Mm -hmm. bars, uh, one of them being our nightclub. We have multiple areas for private parties, public parties, you name it. And the only thing that really kind of varies in the bar is the feel. Mm -hmm. So again, right now we're in our mezzanine, which is loungy, fun. You're kind of a bird's eye view of the club. The club will be downstairs, dancey, crazy bottle service. And then you can go outside and enjoy the fresh air of Pacific Beach and watch some sports on TV, play some backyard games, or maybe a little bit quieter up in our house. It's really, there's a little spot for everyone here. Awesome. Well, I love it. it. Well, thank you for being on the show. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I love wine. (laughs) I love wine. It's in my blood. Yeah. (laughs) So you were telling me that you grew up. And around Sonoma. Yes. Right? Yes. Born and raised in Sonoma County, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically Santa Rosa, Healdsburg, uh, which is just about 45 minutes north of San Francisco. Yeah. And um, loved it. It's it's a gorgeous place to live, a gorgeous place to grow up. It's a destination for so many people. It's my favorite place. Wine drinkers in general, wine and food. And it's still my favorite place too. But Mm -hmm. going home, it's, you know, you come back with 15 cases of wine. You're like, oh my gosh, what happened? (laughs) Yes. I know that all too well. Um, so we're drinking a Bordeaux blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of the glass? I love it. It's big. It's earthy. Um, you know, typically I don't go out and seek Bordeaux because yeah. there's not a lot of them what, that I was raised on. Right. However, I you're from I exactly Pinots, yeah. Cabs, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. However, um, I'm always surprised when I find a good Bordeaux like this one that just it's very complex. You feel it on the back and the front yeah. of the mouth. And you can really taste 
the love that's kind of gone right. into making it. Is that neat? It's, yeah, it's really neat. So, and that's what I love about wine is mm -hmm. that every single glass of wine, every single bottle of wine, every single winery, someone has spent countless hours just perfecting it and yeah. making it their own mm, and making right. it different. And that's, I, I love it because every single glass of wine can tell a story. Exactly. I love that. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your journey. So coming from Sonoma, now you're here in PB, mm -hmm. and you're, I mean, the head of marketing, that's huge. So what's, what is that like? What's your day-to-day -day like? Day-to-day, uh, -day, goodness, it kind of varies. There's uh -huh. really no, at this time I do this, this time I do this. When I started here at Mavericks, we weren't completely built yet. We weren't completely open. The owners had a vision, and um, I was referred to them by a, a colleague of theirs that, hey, Krista's got some crazy ideas. <laughs> Maybe. Don't you love that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do. Maybe. You know, I feel, like, I feel like she might be able to help you guys with this crazy adventure that yeah. you're about to embark on. And oh. that was almost, that was a little over two years ago, and here I am. So I help run create, market, all of the events, every single event that you'd see here at Mavericks in the two years that we've been open, whether it's anything from a small private event to a large private buyout to the block parties that we host to the WAG Wednesdays, that's my bread and butter. That's yeah. brainchilds of either a collective of our manager group, some employees input, anything that anyone can throw at me, yeah. I take and kind of run with it. Awesome. And then with that, I also do all the social media, the Instagram, Facebook, all the marketing, the print. So if you follow us at all on social media, Instagram, you'll either see my face or hear my voice yeah. daily. I'm just kind of there. So, yeah. But it's a lot of fun because it allows me to kind of think outside the box and go around. And we have the space to do things that maybe not a lot of other bars have the space to do. Right. So I like, yeah, to, I like to just focus on the fun, crazy, outgoing things that mm -hmm. set us apart from some of the others. Yeah. Now, how did you find your passion in marketing? Like, how did you get here? You know, it started really young. Uh, I danced competitively for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, and I've always been an adrenaline junkie and a, like, I like to seek out the wow factor in things. And if something's oh. like larger than life, I want to be a part of it. So I started working at the age of 13, almost 14. Mm -hmm. I lied on my papers because I just wanted to get out there in the workforce yeah. and like make my own way. And it started from small jobs like working in my dad's hardware store to going into retail to going into office work. And then one of my jobs ended up uh, at, in Healdsburg at the mm -hmm. Madrona Manor, which is a beautiful bed and breakfast up in the hills. Oh, nice. And I got to help out with some of the weddings and the wedding planning, the coordination. And at that exact moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like taking something that's someone's idea and turning it into the best day of their life. Mm -hmm. That to me was just above and beyond. Like, I want to do this. Right. So. From that moment, every job that I looked for after had to have some element of event or a marketing or a forward-facing or a creative in it. And then I'd use those as stepping stones and I'd learn, I'd learn the ins and outs of social media in one job. I'd learn the ins and outs of planning giant events for corporations at another job. I'd, then the next job, I combine them together. And then, so I've had this hodgepodge of jobs my whole life, right. each one honing in on a different skill that finally led me to San Diego. Yeah. In uh, 2015, I was called by a company that I had worked with, with my company that I was working for, and they said, hey, we, we really like working with you, and we're about to expand our events department. Come to San Diego for an interview. And, you know, I yeah. said, I'm thinking, 
I mean, I've never moved in my life. Right. <laughs> I'm almost 30 at that point. I was yeah. like, I got to do something. So mm-hmm. I did. And I took a leap of faith. And one month later, I sold my house in Sonoma County, packed up all my stuff, everything I could fit into a U-Haul, my, and moved to San Diego. Yeah. That's all she wrote. That's awesome. It was a ton of fun. And the company that I worked for, I ran all the events for the U.S. for their contractor manufacturer facing division. So mm-hmm. it was everything from big Vegas conventions to small private intimate dinners with uh, shareholders to y- you name it. Yeah. And then these people found and me here. Yeah. Here I am. Now, a lot of people, they think that, you know, if you are um, specializing in so many different things that you can't actually become... Hone in on something yeah, else. Yeah, but I feel like that's not... I mean, in today's world, that's not true. You actually have to be so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. And that's really what people are looking for. They're looking for the the employee or mm-hmm. the whoever, coach, whatever they are, yep. that they can hire that has experiences in all these different places mm-hmm. because you're bringing a different like vision well, to the table. It's like exercising a different muscle. Totally. It's something that if you're so focused in on one specific thing or mm-hmm. two specific things, you're not going to see all the crazy things that are happening behind you that right. may just be that piece to finish the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I didn't personally go to college and that was just, that was my choice. That was my path because I learned from doing Mm -hmm. and I'm, I am still to this day, very happy with my decision. Wouldn't change a thing because without all the things that I was doing, I wouldn't have learned everything that I I know now. And I think, you know, everyone today is so distracted with so many different things that you, you have to be able to do 50 things at once. Mm-hmm. to make something big. Yeah, and you just make yourself that much more valuable because you really, I mean, you're filling so many different roles even mm-hmm. here from what mm-hmm. you're telling me here. It's like, what do I do? <laughs> everything. So um, not to disrespect not any every, other Not everything, saying, like, but... Like, you do a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you're just able to fulfill that many different roles. I mean, I've had it be where sometimes they have to hire three people to fit that one role that's missing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really valuable that you're able to do that. And it's fun because... Yeah. Like, I really do enjoy learning. Do you get bored? I get bored so easy. So do I. Oh, my gosh. Right? So it's like, what's next? I want something more, like, what's fun, exciting, My ADD is just all over the place. So (laughs) I'm learning while kind of feeding the beast, if you you will. Right. So it's, I really do love what I do. Mm -hmm. And I love being able to add value to whatever it is that I am doing. Right. And I love talking to people about it intake, like getting their opinions on mm-hmm. things that I should do. So, you know, I'm not completely focused on the stuff yeah, you're that is going on in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, say X, Y, Z says something to me that might make this event even that much better. Yeah. If you're open to taking suggestions, if you're open to moving things in a different path that you might not have originally planned for yourself, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of one of the biggest keys to success is you have to be flexible with things. Absolutely. And even something that you might not think is worth your time right now you'll flash back to it and be like, oh my gosh, that one time I sold cars. Like I totally yeah. know now how to make a deal, how to talk things. Like, exactly. And that's professional and personal life. Mm-hmm. There's no car salesman now that can outsell me on a car. I know exactly. No. I, I sold cars when I was 18 years old and I, yeah. know I can walk into any dealership and be like, now you listen here. I actually <laughs> think that they don't know how to sell cars. They like don't. when I go, <laughs> I hate buying a home. Like I buy a home. <laughs> I, I hate it when I'm Some going in. Yeah. I, I, whenever I go into like a dealership and I'm buying mm-hmm. a car, it's like, I want them to sell me the car. Like I want them to tell me all the features about the car. I mm-hmm. want 
that whole experience. I want them to convince me to buy the car. Mm -hmm. And instead, I feel like they just kind of stand there and they'll answer questions that are asked. And then they're kind of like, not like, nice. Like, like they're not even nice. Like it's you're like, wasting my time. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, just be nice. Um, yeah. So I, I almost did a whole class on car salesmanship mm -hmm. because I thought you could learn so much by just pretending that you're buying a car, buy a car from yeah. what not to do, unfortunately. 100%. 100%. Um, and I felt like if I sold cars, I would totally crush it because yeah. they would just <laughs> want to would. buy a car from me because I'm nice to them. Yeah. <laughs> no. And yeah. that was, that was kind of my, like, I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. I, I knew a lot about cars. I was growing up around all my guy friends and my yeah. dads and grandfathers and whatnot. So I, I knew, you know, for the most part what I was talking about, but mm -hmm. honestly you can get anywhere in life with just being nice and listening and listening, yeah. listening to people exactly. and I Listen feel like what they need. That's exactly they'll what tell they, you exactly. They'll what they tell need. you what you, they need. Yeah. If you just sit there and give them the time and mm -hmm. listen. Yeah, that's good. Now, how do you learn today? Like, how do you keep adding to your knowledge base? You know, I am big on podcasts, Me too. Yeah. which because I don't have a lot of time to actually sit and read a book. Right. So again, that, that always doing 50 things at once, I'll have a podcast in my ear while I'm mm -hmm. writing an email, while I'm ironing a shirt. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So it's like my makeup routine. It's my get mm -hmm. ready routine. It's my driving in the car. Mm -hmm. I always have something always going in. Always something yeah. going in. So I, I keep up on my dailies with that. I, I do read the news at night, which I know you're not supposed to look at your phone before bed, but that's kind of that's the way like, I keep it's up good. on things. Yeah, exactly. But well, it's good that you read the news. Yeah, I, I can't. I just, to try and keep up on just the things in general, because if right. I'm going to post something on social media, like, happy birthday, China, and China just exploded. You know, yeah, I don't, exactly. you, you oh, need don't to, say that. <laughs> no, oh God, wrong place to say. Right. <laughs> wrong place to say, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. Um, no, that's true. But you want to make sure that you're relevant with today. 100%. Because yeah. in the marketing world in general and in the, in the events in general, you have to be relevant mm -hmm. and you have to be two steps ahead. You have to be the, the, I can't even think of the word. Trailblazer. trailblazer. The trailblazer. Oh, trendsetter, trailblazer. Yeah, yeah, the trendsetter, the trailblazer yeah. because Create the path. there's such little focus these days yeah. with younger generations or whatnot that you have to be that new shiny thing all mm -hmm. the time. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So between all that and then just listening to people, listening to opinions, listening to input and feedback and lots of brainstorming, that's kind yeah. of just how I keep learning new things. And I love it. Unless you really, like if you don't understand something, ask yeah. someone who does it mm -hmm. because they're going to be the best teacher in right. general. And then just jump in, just try it. Yeah. You're going to fail once, twice, three times. It doesn't matter. But without that, you're not going to learn the mm -hmm. new stuff. Yeah. I tell a lot of people that you're just going to learn as you go mm -hmm. because a lot of it is you just have to, even with just doing this podcast, mm -hmm. it's like, you're going to change things constantly. You're going to keep, it's not going to be perfect the no. first go at it. You just got to, you know, you nothing's, just got to start. Nothing's ever going to be the same. Yeah. It's just going to keep getting better. Right. So you can't get worse. Yeah. I mean, you can. Well, I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> Okay, now last question, okay. last and final question. Right. What's your favorite wine? Oh gosh, like brand or style? Style, or... yeah. Mm. Grape, grape. Mm -hmm. uh, I like big, jammy, fruit-forward cabs. I yeah. love cabs, but it's I never pass up a Pinot. Yeah, and I, I, it's something about the earth, and I think that's why I like this Bordeaux mm. as well. It was something about the earth you can taste. It sounds weird, but you can taste the dirt. You can yeah, taste the soil. Yeah, that's what I like about cabs. Yeah. So I'm a very, like, I love mm -hmm. that that soily. It yep. almost tastes like 
plastic. I know that doesn't sound good. I don't know how to describe I it. I know what you're talking about. I like about. smelling dolls and like books and <laughs> plastic. Smelling dolls? Yeah, like you know when you open up like a brand new Barbie or something oh, and they smell right. so like that's plasticky. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just, kind of the only way to describe that, right. really. Yeah, or like cassette taste, which oh, I don't know if anybody like with cassette like, taste. What is that? Um, but yeah, I love the way those smell and new books. I love bookstores. So it's and like walking through. The, yeah, you yeah. can hear the, yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like I like my wine, like I like my books. I don't know. Anyway, that works. Thank you. Thanks no, for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for All having right. me. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week. And if you love the show, comment, like it, share it, write reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you want to explore anything that we talked about today, check out uncorkshow.com.